0: party patrons, yep. and welcome yes. to another yes. Patreon episode! 2 in is watching bluey
1: versus Choice! I'm just gonna let you go, folks. This is great! <laughs> it's, I, I decided to sing our intro. Know why I'm well, singing our intro tonight, Mike? Because, because you're soothing me. It's just fantastic. I've had, a, you know, I've had a very difficult morning. It's sunny outside. I've had some water and some coffee. I've had my brekkie. I'm great! I don't know why you're singing to me. Why are you singing We've to me? We've talked
0: movies. We've yep. talked sports. We've mm-hmm. talked video games.
1: Yes. One bit of popular entertainment we haven't talked about. Mm-hmm.
0: Something that's important to both of us that we're big fans of, and that's a little something called music. Music. So we're going to have... No, we aren't singing to you for the whole episode. Oh, Our man. sing-along episode will come later on in this adventure. Oh, the, if, I swear, if somebody
1: did a Patreon where they're like, we could only do it as to a musical. us. It's only a musical. You can't I'm talk. Down. <laughs> it's a- You will not be down. You have you met me? (laughs) Okay.
0: Have you met me?
1: Don't entice people, man. I can't do that. This episode, we're talking
0: about some of our favorite bands, some of our favorite music, some of our favorite performers. We'll talk live music, we'll talk records, (laughs) we'll go through it. And I just figured we'll just kind of bounce back and forth, kind of like not necessarily top 10, but without any specific order. Just kind of chat about some of our favorite yeah. music
1: that we listen to. We've got we've got a very interesting path between the two of us because we, we some of us tend to lean one way, one goes the other, and then we combine in certain ways, times that music meshes and it matches and it's great. And our good pal Mike had a great idea before we started recording. Mike, yeah. share your beautiful idea with our fun, friendly patrons. Yes, yeah, so what we're going to be doing, you're probably going to read it in the description anyway, but we're going to make a Spotify playlist of favorite songs from the artists that we discussed today. So that way, if you're like, Oh, man, that band sounds interesting in some fashion. We're just going to have a playlist of a song that's picked out by either Greg or myself, and that way you can hear the the music that we're kind of discussing and talking about. I feel like it's going to be a fun way to be like, hey, friends, this is what we're talking about, as opposed to being like, how do you spell the word this? Which is tricky. Spelling is tough. It's very trifical. I would not pass the spelling bee, just so everybody knows.
0: So let's kick it off, I think. Let's kick it off with some shared both... ground that we can both talk about.
1: Mm-hmm. Spice not, Girls.
0: I'm pretty sure these were going to be on your list, <laughs> but let's go with Cake. Cake is a great way to start it. Sure. Cake is a great... That's our first concert that you and I ever went to together out in... Was it Rochester or Buffalo? Buffalo. The first one that we saw.
1: Was the one that we went with together. Yeah, because we
0: made a pit stop in Rochester on the way. Correct statement. There he is. Cake is a band I remember growing up just loving their song, Mm -hmm. loving their sound, loving their music, Um,
1: and a very fun live show. There's a lot of fun stories involving Cake concerts with Greg and I. I promise you that, too. There are...
0: (laughs) Including our tree, Cake live shows... They give away a tree. They do, at yes. Every true. performance yes, that they do. And one time, Mike raised his hand, <laughs> made eye contact with the performers,
1: and said his answer, which I can't remember what the question was. How much of the world lives without running water, percentage wise? And, and you I was... heard this because they did it on a previous show. Didn't they they? Yeah. asked it at the previous show when I first picked up my lovely dog, Maximus, and they asked that question. Somebody answered it. Got it right, got on stage, won a tree, and that was about three years before we went together and they asked the exact same question, and I went, bam, and raised my hand right away. And I remember John pointed at me and he's like, you, the bearded man, you look trustworthy. And I answered <laughs> it, and I won an apple tree at a cake concert that we drove home all the
0: way from. About this was two in, and a half hours. This was
1: in Albany, I think we were in. Drove all the way back, and I gave, I gave you the tree because we were living in an apartment at the time and the tree is dead tree did not make it <laughs> i musically tree. poetic
0: it had giant apples on it with a tiny little tree and it
1: snapped right in half cake is a fantastic band that combines alternative rock ish with trumpets with a vibraslap a vibraslap is a very cool fun instrument they're 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 a great all-person band it's do you have a favorite cake song do i have a favorite cake song yes i do and there's a lot of them but honestly i think the thing that really sold me on them was just their weird motif frank sinatra is one of my favorite cake songs it really is it's just it's simple it's got the trumpet motion it's got it's got a lot going on um their last album uh me of Compassion was actually really good that nobody really gives much merit to. They recorded it all with a solar powered studio, which was really gay. Yes. And they have a lot of good songs in that one too that I like. That didn't really have a lot of the whole. They're that nineties band. What about you? What was your favorite Cake song? I'm sorry, I'm stealing a lot of Talk Talk.
0: Um, one uh, f- again, it's a hard buttons. question. Ha, ha. It, it, it's a I hard question this. because there's so many out there. Mm-hmm. One that I'm, I'm going to give it my favorite just because I want to hear them play it live someday in my life. Master uh-huh. on Farm. It's just a strange. Different, weird kind of song, but just like a fun. Uh, some people rip on Cake for being just kind of speak talky with their stuff, but I enjoy that. Yeah, just his cadence, his tone, and there's a lot of that in Master and Farm, and it's just very much telling a story and just, just lovely. He
1: he sings he sings in a certain way that is almost ironic the whole way going through, like the song Comfort Eagle, where he's singing but he's not singing, like he is almost like standing at a political podium speaking what he's speaking but also you know a song like guitar where he's just singing about throwing his guitar out the window what would it matter it's just it, it's simple life things that happens with cake that's that's great Mex- mexico's up there for me too i really enjoy oh, mexico very ballady yeah we don't know sad songs and waltzes yeah we don't talk about mexico very much in my household Uh-oh. carrie used to listen to that song a lot after we broke up when we were 15 oh wah, wah, wah. i had a match <laughs> she had a lot. It just, yeah, it brings up some bad vibes. We're carrying that together. Hey, Mike, what's yeah. another band that, that you're a fan of? Sure. I mean, this is where it's kind of fun because we can, Greg, uh, yes, you asked me that. Uh, another band that I'm a fan of, gosh, that, that's a pickle behind it, is I've got a repertoire of way too much going on, so I don't know which direction I want to go in. Go Look, big. Go big or go home. Let me go this way first. Um, it's a band that I was going to go see tomorrow, still in September. Here we are. And I'm choosing to not make the drive because I'm a lazy bones and will not drive four and a half hours to Philadelphia. Ooh. Look this band up. They're fantastic. I've seen them multiple times. Find, Find them right on our Spotify. And their name is explosions in the sky. Don't know if you've heard of them before. They're a four piece band based out of Austin, Texas instrumental band, no vocals at all. And they do these long soundscape songs that are probably like eight, nine minutes each. But it's two guitars, bass, and drums, and it's such like beautiful. Like you could have it as background music and not realize it is. But also, they did the soundtrack for Friday Night Lights, the movie way back when. But I found them out way back when I was in high school. But it's it's they build up this wall of sound music and do it so well live. It's so well written and it's it's great music. So I'll pop that onto the the Spotify playlist. I'm
0: gonna actually. It's, Go oh, for it! I'm yes. actually throw a, a throw it on the spot here. We're yes. just talking about orchestral music. Sure. Uh, I want to tell our good friends what you uh, you and our pal Ken Keenan sure. did about two or three weeks ago that yes. I think our uh, our Patreon will be very, especially our pal Amanda. That's right. Will be
1: intrigued by. I was able to go see the the Final Fantasy performance of Distant Worlds uh, in Cleveland, which was buck wild because somebody was like, "I'm willing to drive five hours," and I was like, "Okay, and Carrie gave it to me for a." A birthday gift and then we drove back that night and it was the world's best collection of of comfortable nerds seeing an orchestral performance of music from final fantasy 7 final fantasy 6 they did a whole they did a whole montage of battle themes which was awesome. so cool um the entire time it was even though you want to focus on the orchestra they they have just the the scenes of what's going on in you know either the the Final Fantasy VII remake or what was happening specifically in the game where it was the train fight for during Final Fantasy VI and they did the Cosmo Canyon theme and it was just it was so elevating and it was it was done as like a well done classical performance where people didn't have their phones out it was truly like nobody's talking during their performance so it was it was very well done got chills a handful of times. Of course, and they did do, I think, they did two callbacks to the conductor, but one encore, and they did finish it with One Winged Angel, which was oh quite, oh that oh. so so bone chilling. So it was, it was very cool, very cool. Would recommend absolutely doing it. Well worth five hours in a car with a bunch of nerds. Which funny sidebar situation, we were driving back. I don't know if I told you about this, and we were talking. They he they did a rendition of a song from. The remake it's called jesse song about jesse you did tell me about and, that. and as we're driving back a buddy of mine in the front seat was like man it was really weird how they focused so much on that person that was a dude in the first game but was was a chick in the second game I'm like wait what he's like well <laughs> it was just so weird like Je- jesse jesse's not J- jesse's a boy and he just did a song about it, and then now she's Right. no jesse jesse's been female the whole time dog she's been it was just how did weird. you like, how did he miss that I, like, like but you know everyone choose their own choices in life of course life's beautiful but the whole time like yo dog like <laughs> barrett's got a mustache and a goatee you kind of you know what's going on right it was just this weird moment that kicked in but it was so well done it was fantastic um what was your first concert greg my first concert. Yeah, I came prepared with with something. We've got some questions. Don't this, worry. I've got... This is
0: this going to be flashback to music. Now Greg doesn't music very much to anymore. It's okay. You can but double my this.
1: first because you could do concert you were brought to versus your concert of choice first time because there there's you a go. difference. Maybe I,
0: there's very big difference. Kay. The first concert I was brought to. Granted. I wanted to go to this. I was like 11 years old. Sure. That was back in my country music days. My That's awesome. The first concert ever was Vince Gill. Yes. The Vince Gill concert in upstate New York, I believe in Ogdensburg, New York. Stellar. Great. I was a member of the Vince Gill fan club back in my littily days. We you an really? autographed picture of Vince Gill? somewhere kicking around either my parents' house. Does Allison it still exist? Somewhere, Does somehow. it say to Greg? It definitely does not because oh. it was just probably <laughs> generically sent out to everybody in his fan club. <laughs> but that's the first one that I remember. Wonderful. First I remember, I remember actually going to being at. The first one I remember being like, I really want to go to that concert. I really want to go to that show. I think we're going back to cake. It was a cake. Um, it was a cake show in Potsdam, New York. Yeah, um, it was Cake and another band that I really like, Gomez, mm-hmm. um, who has a, a lot of really good songs. I listened to one of their albums. Th- throw Gomez on that playlist. There you um, go. Uh, I gotta start making sure. a list here, don't I? You do. What am I
1: doing? Vince Gill going on the list?
0: <laughs> I'm trying to think what Gomez song. <laughs> I think there's one. Tijuana, Tijuana Lady, Tijuana Lady, great song. But Gomez, fun band, and the fact that Cake was the uh, it was it was crazy too because. There was nobody there. There was like 50 people. that. Cause I don't think Potsdam, New York is a big Cake and Gomez alt-rock area back in the uh, mid-2000s. But boy, howdy. It was an awesome, I awesome show. I don't think,
1: and I can say this for a fact, I don't know if both of them were there. But listeners to the podcast, Brian Kelly, at least, and Mallory were going to school in Potsdam at the time. And they went to that concert also in Potsdam. Carrie had not yet seen Cake, even though she wanted to for the longest time, because we were going to Myrtle Beach that week and didn't get a chance to go see Cake Ah. also, and that would have been her first Cake show, and she was slightly sad about it, sitting on the gorgeous beach of Myrtle Beach at the time. It was nice. We could have met each other a decade earlier. See? That's what I mean, is we're not crossing paths, but that's okay, because we got Vince Gill on the playlist, folks. Well, I'll throw that back to you, then. Yes. Uh, Also,
0: at Vince Gill, I've got to pick One More Last Chance. That'd be the Vince Gill song. I would throw on there.
1: Okay, done. just one more last chance. This This is my first concert, Mike My first concert, ready for this I went to the New York State Fair The great New York State Fair Yes indeed, this was back when they had the the original Grandstand And my parents took me Little seven year old me So imagine taking Emily a year or two ago To go see Bad Company and Ted freaking Nugent Nugent. Oh Oh, my gosh (laughs) I was there for Bad Company. I remember, I, I like visibly in my memory. I remember seeing Bad Company, and then I remember seeing Ted Nugent on stage for about ten seconds. And I looked at my parents and I said, "No, this is not happening." Like it was <laughs> too much for me as somebody that's been to a lot of concerts. And I had to, we had to, get had, to, we, peace we had out? to leave. And I think we were like sitting outside of the grandstand or something like that, and we hung out for a little bit. But they conceded and realized. We don't have a sitter tonight, and we should do the right thing and take them home. So shout out to my parents for <laughs> doing the right thing. I'm not putting a Ted Nugent song on our playlist. I apologize. What? To that. that, that no, I don't apologize. I'm not putting a Ted Nugent song on our playlist. So then what's the, your
0: first one that uh, you
1: wanted to be at? I was 14, and I went to see the Deftones live in Ooh. Rochester, New York, and it was fantastic because I saw them again. Deftones are in my top, I would say top 10 if you want to create a list kind of thing top 10 bands that got me into the style of music that i started to enjoy and pursue the the harder rock in the almost heavier middle sure what have you but it was it was just but it was still that young youth sacramento california new metals coming in but they actually stood the test of time i love the Deftones personally but it was it was a fun show Deftones and glass 14 year old mike had a blast what about what was your first greg concert that you said was it the cake concert you said that you went to um, that was your I, choice I think the,
0: I, well i'm trying to think now if that one was before i think that one was definitely before but um just talking about like big concerts oh, one of geez. my um bigger concerts i ever was, did you ever do ak a K-Rock-a-thon? yes a syracuse car I, I was did. at k 10 i think it was again cake was on the bill and that was one of the things that drew me there
1: we were there together then
0: we were you we were the where the dude jumped off the stage and almost died it's
1: car jumped off the, yep. the top 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 and Cake was there and didn't want to be there, and you could tell. And it oh, it was, was not a cake crowd at all. Very they much They were though. at
0: the wrong venue for that, but it was very hard rock, very cool show. I'm trying to think who else was
1: there. Um, at that one, Zach Wild was uh, the stay. headliner. I remember we did not stay long for that one.
0: We st- we didn't As stay a- for Zach Wild. I'm trying to remember. It was one of really? those one of those big 2010s bands. Sure, that was very hard. Ah, I'm killing me to remember, but it was a. Uh, very fun K Rockathon, very fun show at the Weespport Speedway. I I badly want to, and I was telling Beth this. My brother, this past and 20, he's twenty nine, I think this year. Sure, has gone to Lollapalooza, um, Bonnaroo, um, the Rush Festival, uh, or no Riot Festival. Sure, and there's a fourth one that he, or the one down in um, Austin the big one down there i can't remember the name of it now but he's been to like four huge music festivals in a year like, i just want to go to one festival where like i like the headliner maybe not even love like the headliner and just hear a bunch there's a really cool music festival it's the uh, ottawa blues fest sure in um ottawa canada which is not that far from us two and a half ish no. um they have uh not i don't think on any of our list but i'm gonna throw them out there Their were headliners this year was corn Sure. at the blues fest hey. there's no blues at the blue was a lot of not blues at the blues fest but it's like man i would love to do that something happened where we were double booked that weekend and we couldn't make it up there but corn freak on a leash was like one of my jams I as a young and trl n- and around
1: never got to see corn live and that's one of my young child regrets i guess you could say because corn was the band that got me into the heavier music scene that's because of you know TRL and that kind of stuff. I dug deep for a long time. Is that, that a Mike Gert
0: concert? What's that? That was going to be a question of uh, somebody that you haven't seen that you want to. It would have been
1: then, yes. And it was a bummer of mine when an uncle of mine said that he was like, I'll bring, you know, we're three hour drives. What He said, he's like, I'll bring Mike to Buffalo. No problem. I was probably like 13 at the time. He's like, I'll bring Mike to Buffalo, see corn. It was a the, the one of the family values tours, and he was like, oh, I'll bring Mike. It's all good. And my parents were like, everybody nope, was on those family value nope.
0: tours. There's so much. Like, nope. But and then MTV probably messed that up for you by showing all the stuff that happens on those tours. Yeah, but I
1: was. I mean, he would have looked out for me. It would have been a blast. But in that, in that, you know, moving forward, it's like, oh, corn's playing. Twenty years later, is it worth seeing him now versus yes, what I could have seen is. him for? Ah, it's, it's tricky, man. It's tricky sometimes. When you see a band in their prime situation and you see it and witness it and enjoy it, you can you can feel like I did that and it was good. Now, if they want to keep playing moving forward, sometimes it's worth it. If they're still passionate about it, if they're going for the money side of things, I don't, I don't know.
0: Like we saw a couple of years ago, Beth and I went and saw Kiss. Sure. And that's plenty past their prime, but that was a blast and a half. It Interesting. Was at the Syracuse Amphitheater, ton of songs that we knew. Uh, Beth enjoys them just because of the song. Beth, yes. she has the single on album. I don't think she actually has the actual album. She just has like the, the album cover mm-hmm. that she got from somewhere of just Kiss, sort of Beth, big Love across it. it. So. That was a blast. I would definitely, if the Rolling Stones came, I'd see them. I saw with my mom. Oh. Shout out, Mama Don. I saw Stevie Nicks and uh, Rod Stewart in Madison Square Garden like a decade ish ago. So I definitely i am fine with going to see some older folks. Yep. Um, one question that you just um, popped in my head because it for was it. a debate with me and the missus. We both have littles. You were talking about bad Ted Nugent experience. You were talking uh-huh. about 13 year old Mike wanting to go to the Family Values Tour. Sure. Next year, in. I think March. Emily's favorite by a mile musician Olivia Rodrigo. Yep. And I say Emily, we all enjoy us some Olivia Rodrigo. In Go her for household. it. Dog. She is playing in Philly. Okay. She's oh. playing in Boston. She's playing in New York. She's playing all over the Northeast. Mm-hmm. I badly want to take her to a show. She will be nine and a half by then. Do it. Do effing
1: it you will you will be i feel like
0: it'll because i took her to a wrestle uh, the first and only all women's wrestling sure.
1: WWE pay-per-view when she was three the difference between bringing her to a wrestling show and bringing her to a concert is you don't know what's going to happen at the wrestling show there's matches that are booked you know songs are gonna get sung exactly. at a concert she'll have a blast and a half we almost considered because i'm not making the trip this weekend to go to philly still slightly but that's okay i'm regretting uh <laughs> is dropkick murphy's are coming the next day they're here saturday in syracuse ah. and i thought about possibly bringing finn to go see dropkick because it's that fun style of music that's upbeat enough where are they playing that right here at the war memorial Ooh. right here in yeah but they usually play a free free show at the fair yeah and that's where it, it's a little bit of a pickle on that side of things so it's it's tricky but i feel like you would have a blast and a half what um hmm. what was your first CD? I mean, not, I know that we're trying to make playlists and stuff like that, but it's also worth... I mean, we first, can go through the list of bands that we love and all that good stuff, we can. It's okay. I've got plenty, but... I'm trying to rack my brain. Mm-hmm. So the first
0: CD I remember, I think, would be Jagged Little Pill of Alanis Morissette. That's right. you um, a fan. That would be my guess. Again, saw her live, her live too, too. Yeah, I was supposed to see her before the uh, the Pandemic. And uh, she rescheduled for afterwards. Thankfully, it was a nice outdoor venue. It was still fairly halfway mm-hmm. in the pandemic. But again, fully outdoor concert, very distancy. So that was nice. But uh, I think that was one of my favorite um, OG ones. I do. One of my favorite buying a CD stories, though, is, um, again, TRL was listening to Eminem. And when he was first sure. coming up with a Slim Shady, I went to the mall and wanted to get the Shady CD, it's and my mom that black said, logo "No, on it. no, no, you're not doing that." I've heard about this guy. Wouldn't let me. The next week, I went with my stepdad, and I was oh, like, "Can I get Greg. this CD?" Sure. Sneaky. Sure. Greg. Got home, kind of hid it away. I'm so sneaky. Come mom on. walks in, is like, "That says you got a CD. What'd you get?" Oh, uh, you got. I got, but didn't take it back surprisingly didn't take it back well, you opened it you can't got take it busted. back <laughs> got busted she read the back albums which names of songs that i can't repeat on this podcast like great great this is great i enjoy i think mm-hmm. i think I, my stepdad got in more trouble than me for that one but some of them dude, songs do, do, are dude, pretty dude. dark there. they are isn't there a song literally for called kim <laughs> they are some angry things for a little 12 year old great painter to be experiencing oh man remember eminem was i've got a couple years on you young fella so you i was do. a little bit older and more mature and wise sure as a preteen, at the time were. that
1: you were purchasing that album, i probably was still listening and rocking out to one of if not both of my spice Girls cds that i had as a young man because those were some of my first cds let's well, talk let's get mr spice girl podcast i do a spice Girls podcast we go song by song and discuss everything it's called the spice level it's fantastic ah But the Spice Girls were a very weird pivotal part that must have confused the holy heck out of my parents because I jumped all on board with Spice Girls before pivoting right away to corn and Limp Biscuit and all that (laughs) kind of stuff. So they just mean like, um, we don't know what to do with this kid. Go get him, tiger. And that's how it works. It was just a lapse in my life. And, and the, we'll still keep the windows down, rocking out to
0: it. And that's the thing too: don't just enjoy one band, don't just enjoy one genre. Everything's mm-hmm. got something good. Again, we've talked about a little bit all over the spectrum here. I, I mean, another person, uh, a couple more I got on my list. Go here, ahead, big fans of. First off, I'm just gonna throw go a little comedy here. A little comedy it was like Flight of the Concords. Sure. Huge flight of the Conchords. I knew you were. Uh, yes. Tenacious D, obviously, but I wanted to go a little bit more offbeat. That maybe well not everybody's aware. Flight of the Concords. They have so many fun songs. Just Goofy, Leggy Blonde. I enjoy very much. I'm not um, hip hop. So that's where. I- um, so many just good, goofy. And yeah, there are a couple couple dudes from New Zealand. They've had a TV show on HBO. Is where I first. Uh, that's where I first heard found of them. them. Uh, which also has a uh, Kristen Shaw. Really, As a big part of their TV show. As like their one and only fan. That's on cool. Show. Just like super cool, super fun band.
1: Mm. Friend of guest on the podcast. Good friends with Kurt Braunohler. There you go. Very good friends. So. There you
0: go. And then um, uh, check out another one, quick. Just um, yes. It's it kind of a mix. Of, it started off a mix of rap comedy, and then uh, changes. The, Childish Gambino. I sure. very much enjoy a lot of his early stuff and his more recent too, but very good rap, very good music. Um, I
1: never got into him. I, I, just, it, I just, I just, I never pursued him enough. It's
0: going to be an explicit uh, playlist that we have on there, but Bonfire by sure. yeah. Childish Wow, Beautiful Look at him. song. Look at Amazing him.
1: Song. Bonfire. See? Well, yeah, some yeah. of these things I'm going to listen to also. That's the things we're all and learning I'm not, together. I'm not
0: sure if Spice Girls will count as this.
1: Oh, it's uh, on there. outside
0: of it, um, like you
1: have that guilty pleasure,
0: like songs or bands or like oh, that gosh. doesn't really fall into the mic category that just for some reason. Well, like,
1: that's I kind yeah. of love this. That's, that's that's what's fun about a lot of these things is his having. I don't think their guilty pleasure is, is warranted because if you like the music, you like the music. Um, what would make... I mean, I feel like Spice Girls kind of falls into that situation for me, unfortunately, because I do have the motif of the bearded guy. I mean, I could see her and talk about metal music and, and hard rock all day. I mean, I, I'm going the complete opposite on it, because you said guilty pleasure. But one artist that needs to be talked about is the one that made me really, really, really pursue music. And it's also just, in general, has, Devin Townsend is a name. I was waiting and, for you to talk about Devin. Well, it's, it's the thing about Devin is you could literally say he has a discography and it's very, it's like walking into a library and seeing how many books there are and being like, I can't read all these books. And that's what he does is music. And I've been following him since I was a young and when I, since I was like 15. So to see him evolve over 20 years, is is great because I would experience something new every time. But if you're like, I want a happy album, I want a punk rock album, and he did a fake punk rock album where he's making fun fake of, punk, of ban- yes. yeah, uh, making fun of. Ban- this was like early, 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 like '95, where he's like, this is the way to make money in the music business, and he wrote tw- like twelve pop punk songs, and they're really catchy, and they he sings about wallet chains, and then he does <laughs> full on, th- like he does full on heavy metal, but then he does full acoustic albums full ambient albums if you want just background music and it's just the the most creative mind that i've ever seen because he he decides on something he creates it then he moves on and it's a very difficult thing to do in life personally is being like all right cool i'm gonna write like this and then 2022 i'm gonna i'm gonna do an album like this okay and it's always different but it's always so well produced and he's he's a mastermind so i'll I'll pick one song because that makes sense uh guilty pleasure of music gosh that's tricky. You know what? It still exists and I will say it. You know what? It's going to bring in a little circle. A guilty pleasure of mine is MC Chris. I still listen to MC Chris. We've seen him live multiple times. Multiple times. And he's on my list, don't you worry. For a long time it was just a nerdcore rapper that just kind of got a little he just got a little self-serving, I guess you could say, and was a bummer to experience, but the, a lot of the music that he created when it was in its prime a full rap song about Reese's Pieces you can't argue about. Nerdy stuff that I don't understand. He's got a half dozen to.
0: songs about Star Wars. Right. He has a song about Twin Peaks, which might be my favorite that he does. Ooh. Um, this pie so good it is a
1: crime. Oh, man. We gotta put—we have to pick one MC Tasty, Chris song to put onto the Tasty playlist. Tasty
0: Face also. A, a lot. MC Chris did an interesting thing for, I'm not sure if he still does it, mm-hmm. but for years he would release April a Fool's song Day. on April Fool's Day. Yes. And it would be, unlike his other songs, it would be kind of... Outside the box, what he usually did. Mm-hmm. And they were always very fun. Again, Tasty Face, which is just a cover of, um, oh gosh, what's that? I just met you. Uh-huh. So this call me crazy. maybe. There call me maybe. Is. That just goes, I just did bass sauce. Your face looks tasty. And it's hilarious. It's like very Weird Al esque for what he doesn't really go on that yep. route, but very Weird Al esque music, which also, Weird Al, flipping legend. Yes. Love me some Weird Al. That
1: is a yes and. um, Fun story about uh an MC Chris concert when when he when we first saw him before that song live, we were in Northampton, Massachusetts, visiting my family. And it was the hottest venue I think I've been in ever, ever. And Carrie went with me and the venue probably held about a thousand people, tops. And she's like, I I really don't want to be up front too much just because it's very warm in here, yada, yada. I'm like, no, it's cool. We'll hang out and stand by the bar or we can go close. And Power Glove was opening. Power Power Glove is a metal band that does video game covers. They're fun. They're fantastic. And during the the Final Fantasy VII boss battle theme music, some, some beefy, sweaty boys were doing their mosh pit thing. And Carrie got pushed a little bit. And she slipped back, and she hit the back of her head on a pole. Oh, no. And we spent the second half of the song sitting at the bar with an ice pack to make sure she was okay and comfortable. And we recovered through the end of the Power Glove thing. And then she still was like, yeah, we'll go up to CMC and hung out and stood tall. And he opened with Tasty Face, and he messed it up and had to redo the whole song midway through. (laughs) And it's just this whole experience of like, oh, that was a tough concert experience. Probably one of the the hardest ones to
0: which makes a lot of sense cuz we end up going later on that same tour with you guys mm-hmm. to see MC and Power Glove and Contra and Richie Branson um and Carrie and Beth hung out in the back the entire time yep. and
1: now I understand more why
0: <laughs> yeah
1: she wasn't having any of that no 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 gosh but yeah i'm not a- I'm,
0: i've got one more go ahead but when I say one more, well, let's create these. Lists I've got like to. a dozen right now that's going to be included. List them off and then we list can put one them more. in the
1: playlist. So that way people will be like, oh, and say why you want to put them in the playlist. Go ahead. Yeah, so You've got stage.
0: I'm not going for a genre or a band or whatever. I'm going for an experience. I'm going for a contest. I'm going for the Eurovision Song oh, Contest. Sounds in like 2020, contest. Uh, when... Will Farrell put out uh, the Eurovision Song Contest movie on Netflix. We enjoyed the movie, thought it was great. It's like, let's get into that. Let's see what this whole thing's about. Yeah, yeah, next I one that go. comes up, let's make sure we watch it. And holy cow, some, it's, again, just don't like just one type of music, one form of music. They've got pop songs. They've got ballads. They've That's got funny. hard rock bands. They've got metal. They've got some weird German crap that I've never heard of or understand. They've got Ukrainian bands that are just like, techno, devil rock, whatever. Don't even understand what genre it is, but it's interesting, and I enjoy...
1: That's great. It's
0: very much a bucket list thing. Uh, that I really want to go and see a Eurovision live. Ooh. Uh, this year's in Sweden. Um, I, well, let's say, I want to go in a country that I know enough of their language to be able to make it work. Last year's was in um, London, so that'll work. Sweden um, will work? Sweden so will so work, yeah. They, they speak English mainly... Swedish is very difficult to understand. It it's is, like, but so for dark. Eurovision, they speak English on it. There was one from the Netherlands. The first year we saw was Netherlands, and it was very much not in English. Oh! They have like different broadcasts where, uh, oddly enough, Johnny Weir, the figure skater, yeah. hosts like a watch along on Peacock, where he just kind of he's a big fan of it, so he talks about it. That's awesome. So it's it's very fun, but just just I'm gonna throw out a few names here that uh, are literally. I've got dozens of songs on my playlist from them just from hearing their one Eurovision song. Um, Cornelia Jacobs, uh, amazing, amazing. Uh, Hold Me Closer, beautiful voice. Uh, Monskin, um, their song, they actually won it the year that they did it. Italian hard rock band. Sure. Uh, I think you would love them if you actually got into them. Um, um, Began, uh they did a remake of the song Began. Um I'm a Slave sure. too, very, very good. That's awesome. Um, uh, Montaigne. Uh, from australia a pal uh pal friend of the podcast justin mcelroy's good friend uh, oh, she's yeah. got some awesome awesome songs um geez i'm trying to think what would be You're a good? good one for the playlist yeah
1: you dig deep it's gonna pop up I'm trying on to there
0: dig on my it's all it's all good it'll be there it'll be there, You'll put it there. michael michael or I'll, I'll add it there and we'll, we'll tag team it but she's got like a probably one of my favorite artists right now honestly montaigne Barbara Pravi, everything she sings is in French. I don't speak a lick of French, but she's awesome. Uh, her Eurovision song was amazing. Voila. We've got Amanda Tenford. We've got Dio Fryer from Iceland, who sings, uh, again, too many songs. We're putting on the list. And then Infandi. We'll go into the car, and we have this playlist on, and the kids are in the back, and they'll like start singing like Swedish Cause they know the chorus of the random song. That's awesome. You know, and Fondi, who is I believe from Azerbaijan, half of her song is in I have no idea language, but the kids like both sing the chorus together, and that it's fantastic. fantastic. Check yourself out at Eurovision. It's just such. I'm not a big fan of music contests. I don't really care for Voice or mm-hmm. America's Got Talent. Just the way they do it. It's
1: different. It's different. That's fine. The way
0: they vote, like each country votes. And gives, like, 12 to 1 points to every other country in the contest. And then there's a fan vote. And it's all political and weird. That's and legit. And goofy and very electoral college versus popular vote type of stuff. And controversy and betting odds. And it's the best. What does the winner get? The winner gets, um, I'm pretty sure, a good chunk of change. And they headline a tour. And they are uh, their country gets to host the next Eurovision. Oh! Ah.
1: So uh-huh. is that why it's in Sweden? That's why it's in Sweden. Oh, Sweden would be great, man. It That'd would be fun. I would go to Sweden.
0: But do you have any uh, any I, I know I just did like twenty bands in a row, but I, I see a lovely signed poster of the oh, that's a of story so let's us us the talk the ocean collective
1: the ocean collective is fantastic if you want to check them out they are a progressive metal band from uh, germany um I've been following them for a long time. I saw them open for Devon Townsend back in like 2016 or something like that. They have an album called *Pelagial*, and it's it's basically it's gonna sound redundant, but it's a nine-song concept album to where each song gets lower and lower in the depths of the actual ocean. They base it on you know scientific information. And each one progresses more and more with the same storyline, but it gets deeper and deeper to where it almost does, at the end of it, feel hopeless, unfortunately. Uh, but it's it's a very well-done well album. They've come out with multiple that have that same concept to it. But they made a post on Facebook, and I've seen them live a couple of times, and they're they're great dudes, friendliest guys ever. The reason why I know that is because they made a post on Facebook at one point in time saying hey, we're touring the U.S., which they haven't in a long, long time. They had passport issues, what have you. They finally got to be on a tour, and they said, we're going to be stopping in each city. We'll do, you know, meet and greets with fans and all that kind of stuff. If you want to meet up with us, what have you. If you want to bring food, we've had this before. We've done that before. Feel free to reach out. And I got into this weird stint where I was making dough. (laughs) And I said, hey, dudes, I'll make you some pizzas if you want to, and I can swing out because they were playing The Lost Horizon, which is seven minutes from here. And I said, I'll make you some za if you want to. And they're like, yeah, that'd be cool if you could bring like seven or eight pizzas. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? F it. I will. Dough is easy to make. S- sauce was cheap. I made pizzas. And I was thinking about it beforehand, though. And I'm like, how the hell do you bring where do, How do you bring pizzas to a?" And I had to go to a steward shop. Shout out steward shop again from earlier that we were talking about today. And ask him, hey. Could I have some pizza boxes? Because where do you get pizza boxes? And I brought them the pizza boxes, and they were just full-on. Dr- I shared my pizza with them, sat on their tour bus, had some some German espresso with them, hung out and talked about music for about 45 minutes. Like, we're going to do sound check now. Do you want to hang out? or? And I'm like, no, I'm going to go home and hang out with my wife for a minute. And they're like, cool, see you at the show. <laughs> Deuced nice. out. Nicest guys ever. Great music. And it's, it's. I mean, such, it's, it's an eclectic taste. You have to get into it, of course but it was it was so fun and the most humble musicians are the most humble people if you just say, you know, I appreciate what you do you're you don't need to find out like my favorite song is this because of this one specific moment, but if you show them appreciation it's it's so fun. it's so good to do. And I mean there's there's 5,000 fans that we could talk about of course. Um,
0: all right, and we might do a part two. I feel like there's so much more to talk about. Yeah, I haven't mean, even started uh, talking about because it's mu- music is what I'm saying. We maybe deep dive, maybe it's a br- oh, no bracket. I'll get punchy brackets. We do it, try to bracket no, music music, brackets. But, it's a subjective but, art form, but the big thing, exactly like what you like, enjoy what you like, try mm-hmm. everything. Don't be afraid, Honestly, do of it. thinking this is too poppy for me, this is too rock, this mm-hmm. is too country. Everything's got a good song in it if you look hard enough. One thing I'd recommend, one thing we f- do fun here uh, yeah. with us and uh, uh, me and Mike and our lovely wives is whenever we hang out, we put background music on, we pick up a, a shared playlist that we have, and we just go around the horn. Each person adds the next song, Picks the song. Picks whether the song. it's Picks a song, the song that we love, whether it's a song that brings us back to a certain memory, whether it's a song just to mess with the next person. Sure. Like, oh, they don't love this song. They're going to hear this and they're going to roll their eyes. time for Montel
1: Jordan, baby. Exactly. Want a mama
0: <laughs> But enjoy it try everything it's good soup appreciate you all very much thank and you for your time and patroning thank you with us. for your love
1: honestly it's Until good Until banditober goodness to be continued to be continued folks